0: Hi. How are you? Are you okay? Did you have a good day today? Oh my friend, I miss you. Um what's up? I am here in my ends. It is 11:28 big up Hackney. I just only heard one police car and that is highly concerning. Do you know why it's highly concerning because that's not my sound babes it's eleven twenty-eight in hackney and i can't hear any more sirens outside this is like what the fuck is happening to my borough? the other day i saw some guy and he was like driving some next level mercedes i'm like you do not belong here are you just passing through fuck off out of here Oh my gosh. And right through the high street where I used to like spend my childhood, yeah, to get like two pounds worth of like a bucket that could feed an entire family, there was an avocado. It was an actual shop that had avocado and toast and like all these things. Who the fucking fuck eats toast in the afternoon with avocado with a sprinkle of dill? The fuck is dill, bruv? Are you okay? Okay. Your face is a dill, My gosh. So yeah, hacking is changing, man. I'm not happy with it. Too many rich people are coming here. Too many, you know, fancy people. Man ain't okay with that. But anyways, um, uh, today's episode is not a depressing one, actually. Today's episode is a fuck kind of one. Because, um, as usual, you know me, bruv. I don't deal with things by myself. You know what? I rate it people when they're going through something or when their brain or their head or your mind everything's like fuck thoughts everywhere right you are able to sort it out yourself how the fuck do you do that I beg you tell me what's your secret because me I have two ways one I blast music until my ears bleed I smoke my problems away or I, um you know, just unleash my thoughts onto here in my podcast. Before that, I used to have, like, you know, I used to be that person on Facebook who was, like, like, you know, all emo and stuff when I was younger. But when I grew up, I decided to stop being emo because I saw other people doing it. And then I'm like, for fuck's sake, is that how I actually sound? Like, I'm not actually that person who's, like... Putting all their problems on their timeline. The fuck, bruv. So, this space is like, it's like my nice space. It allows me to, like, swear if I want to. It allows me to do nothing if I want to just it allows you to do you that's why I rate people who record their own music people who you know write their own books people who record their own podcasts whatever you do that's your own and you're in control of it and no one else is dictating how you do it or writing the script for you my friend do you okay you are winning life right now so with that I'm gonna start after three and a half minutes of absolute garbage, bloody garbage, like, come on yeah So yeah, um this episode is sponsored by nothing and it's brought to you by Jackass. I wanna talk about sex today. Straight up, let's go into it. I wanna talk about sex, but I also want to talk about changes in attitude amongst young people when it comes to love, relationship, I don't know, thoughts and all of that. You know what it is, right? In the last episode, I spoke about that imposter syndrome of being the grateful young black person. Who, When you're in positions of power or you meet important people, you feel like you're not worthy and you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful to be here. It's an honor to meet this person, right? But when you have your own shit, you've got your own talent, you've got your own graft that you work so hard for, you don't need to be so grateful anymore. You need to stand up tall and you need to say to yourself, I've earned me being here. Okay, I'm grateful to meet you and it's nice to meet you, but I am not less than you. You know, my worth is not less than you. I work hard, you work hard. Nobody here is more than the other. You just happen to be publicly known more than me. That's it, that's the only difference. But I am also worthy. That's what you need to start believing and that's what I'm lately starting to believe. But the weird thing is, right, on that note, this means then our friendship circle, our um, relationships, all these things, right? We are programmed to be in our lane. You're not famous, you're not important, you're not there, stay in your lane, right? But what happens if you're in... Your lane of someone who worked hard professionally, and then you start to become in the realm of people who are famous, in the realm of people who are like well known, in the realm of people who are in the public eye. What the hell happens? Like, your life is like confused all of a sudden, but it's even more confusing if that person who's well known starts to have feelings for you because you're like, hang on a second. I like you, I rate you, I respect you, but, like, why me? Do you know what I mean? Not in an insecure, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this, but in a what the hell is going on kind of way because... Society has created these lanes for us. Like if you're fat, you're this. If you're this, you're that. If you're this, you're this. If you're this, you're that. If you're like a lawyer, you're here. If you're like a whatever, you're here. If you're a movie star, you're here. If you're whatever, you're here. everyone's in where they are. But somehow when those lines start to mix, we start going against what the expectations set for us are. And we're going against the norm and it's like exciting and thrilling but at the same time it can be daunting as fuck. So my advice to people who are in that situation where you're coming out of your lane to mix with someone in the other lane is to first of all understand that person's lane okay? Don't presume that person's lane. If, for example, you're a guy who's well-known and you're trying to understand a girl who's in the corporate world or who's in a professional world, and this girl is someone who literally worked like fuck to be something of great, and you are also working so hard to be of something great. However, because she likes your world, Personally, professionally, she's in her lane. That's the lane that society placed her in. But that lane comes with understanding of like this grit, this raw animalistic power, authority. So, in order for you to get into that lane, you need to possess some of those skills. You can't be this like hard man, like whatever, and then suddenly turn soft when you try to woo this girl because it's not gonna work because you're like this person that she respected and she you know admired based on your like ability to be raw but then suddenly you're becoming soft like you need to have a balance of that you have to be like soft when the moment calls for it but you need to be raw and you need to be hard when the moment calls for it like figuratively and literally sometimes because some of these girls are all like innocent and cute and you know like professional and like you know whatever but then at the same time they have all these freaky thoughts in their head I was talking to my friend the other day and then I was like how's life and then she was telling me this adorable things that her dude is doing and in an ideal girl's world you melt you literally get pregnant just by listening to the story because it's so cute but she's like yeah I like all of this they're special they're amazing they're adorable however sometimes I just want him to tear my clothes off and choke me I'm like wow huh what what what? And the funny thing is, yeah, like, if you judge people by perceptions alone, when you see this guy, you're like, you could look like the kind of guy who could, like, you know, rough a bitch up if she wants to. But no, my guy is actually, like, proper romantic and shit. And she's like, I love the romance. It's really lovely. But I don't want romance all the time. I want the balance of, like, the raw animal as well as, like, you know, the soft flower. I'm like, what is happening to feminism these days? Because I actually rate what she said. It made total sense. Because, like, it's true... We need to have that balance in life. Life cannot always be roses and happy and girly and like, oh my gosh, did you see what he just did? It's so cute. Because 10,000 other bitches are watching your story and like all of your, like every success that you make. And they're all like, every time you sneeze, they're like, oh my God, he sneezed. Like he sneezes like the angels actually bless him with their entire heart. It's so cute. So- So that's them. They're desperate for that tiny bit of attention that you give. This girl don't need attention. She's somebody who knows her worth, who knows her expectations, who knows her value and who she is. And if you're the guy who's trying to get with that, then you need to come to her level in terms of where she's at, like in terms of like the chemistry of where she's at, like the romance and the flowers and the and the love and all of that that's that's adorable that's nice but what else is there and there needs to be a point where sometimes you could just be driving and you grab her hand and you just like you know just do something you know what I mean let your mind wander or sometimes you just come like surprise her at, like, her home, or, like, surprise her at whatever, and then you just do whatever. or you could just be, I don't know, whatever the fuck comes into your head, I don't, I'm not a guy, but I'm just saying, you need to, like, get to know her on that raw side of things, not just that guy, I'm talking about The doctor who's so tired and then he meets the girl who's like this and then he just thinks like moaning about the uh, so many hours he's been doing all day. Babes, leave that at work. I get it. You haven't slept for 72 hours. I rate you. But leave that at work. When you come out of that, you need to be alert and awake at what you're doing. I'm talking to the teachers like myself who are so dead. And when we come home, all we do is moan about what a day we've had. And then that's just stop. Okay, just stop. Leave it at the door. Walk in pay attention to whoever is near you we all need to do this not just like whoever's in lane in society whatever and all that shit it's easy to spit that like you're in a you know spoken word you know poetry bullshit but the reality is no one can actually put you in a lane you are the driver of your destiny you decide where you want to go you decide what happens in your relationship if you feel like you know what This guy is, like, too soft for me. Fucking speak up, babes. And just be like, okay, this ain't on. If you feel like this girl's, like, not giving you that energy, then just speak up and be like, babes, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? But there are people, and in my friendship circles, you know who you are. Because, like, I'm indirectly talking about you guys you actually got something sweet here, don't fucking give up on it, like, you need to make a bit of an effort, Miss Choke, okay, and my brother on the other side, you need to, like, be a bit more, you know, the aggressive guy, you know, even though that's not you, that's not your vibe, and you're actually a chill human being, but you need to find that little bit of, err, that's kind of, you know, make her, like, whatever the fuck meet her expectations and to my friend who's in the medical field i see you bruv just stop moaning that's all the message that your girl's giving you and all the teachers in the world including myself fucking stop moaning okay and go on with your life and um everything will be cash and to um everyone else who's flying the single lane like me ah the single ladies who do not even attempt to sing ifra. I'm so sorry you had to endure that because that was not necessary. That was not needed. You did not need to be violated like that. You did not ask for that. I'm so sorry, okay? It's it's literally like 11.42, you did not need that, okay? So the point I was making in the most disgusting way possible is... If you're single, you have your reason for why you're single. Some people are single for career. Some people are single for whatever. I'm single because I don't know what the fuck is happening with my life. Like, I don't even know what's happening. Like, I don't think I'll ever... Be okay to be in a relationship. Because some people are just not made for a relationship. I am the friend. I am the carer of like all the amazing children I work with. I am the daughter. I am the professional. I am the author. I am the this. I am all those things. But am I somebody's girl? Nah babes. It's too late for that. Okay. I've reached a point in my life where I'm okay to be in my own company. And I accept it. And I don't know. I just... I find it... You know, sometimes you can comprehend certain things, like the thought of you going to the moon, right? You're like, sure, maybe one day if I could, but it's not really in my priority right now to aim to go to the moon. That's what a relationship is like for me. Like, sure, maybe one day if the opportunity happened, but in order for the opportunity to happen, you need to be open for the opportunity to happen. And I'm not. Like, every time the opportunity came my way, I blocked it. And either because some fucked up people have been in my life that made me question life itself, and I'm like, I don't need your energy around me, or... I've seen broken after broken after broken after broken of marriages and relationships, and people who have actually got people that adore them and they like them, but they're not quite happy with it. And there's people who are moaning about their life, and there's people who are just like in a abusive stuff, and all these things. And I'm just like, um, do you know, I'm actually happy, like, I'm actually okay. So, me, my Just Eat account. My Uber and my, you know, Kindle, my Netflix, my Spotify. I am in, like, I'm basically a hoe, okay? I've, I go around with all of those people and um, I'm fine. I'm very, very fine. Occasionally, me and Pornhub are also friends. You didn't need to know that, but now you know. So, it's blame yourself. Listen, yeah, jokes aside... I'm saying that because I'm doing stand-up comedy soon and I was doing YouTube videos, research, and this guy was like, because you are somebody who looks like you would never watch porn, open with a Pornhub joke. So lately I've been like trying to make up some songs and songs, what the fuck, no, I'm trying to make up some jokes, and trying to find out how to randomly drop Pornhub in the convo, so that it's funny, so let me know if that one, the random drop was funny, yeah, or did you go, huh, like, what was your vibe, let me know, (sighs) do you think I could do stand-up, I don't know, you know, like, I think I could, but, like, could I, Ah oh, no, I'm thinking about it, but yeah. So that's where we are. Shout out to all the bitches, all the dingoes, um, and everyone else. Okay, Nazrin reacted to your episode. How to react to headlines? Okay. <laughs> what up Naz okay sick um I'm gonna bounce now I'm gonna call Nazrin and I'm gonna tell her to describe me all the details of her dude's abs because she said she's going to tell me more (laughs) I'm so sorry if you listen to this, okay? But she desperately wants to touch your abs. Let her sister touch your abs, bruv. Let her touch more, okay? Let her go in the afro and let her go to town. She wants to, okay? Let go. Do you. legger go anyways I'm gonna bounce now but I'm gonna pray first and I'm gonna fast for like 74 days because I said porn so uh, <laughs> pray for me I pray for you think of me I think of you wish for me I wish for you and I will see you another time thanks for listening friend bye